This podcast will be known as the Olympic Trials, and it is my first theatrical production. Please join us in listening to the remarkable story from the life and times of Michael Butler. In this podcast series, you'll be hearing stories from the primary themes of Michael Butler's life and memoirs. Politics, polo, theater, and love. Please subscribe via iTunes so you don't miss a single podcast. And we'll see you on the other side. Last night, I was going to record this podcast, and all of a sudden, my god sisters appeared. I guess that's the proper name for them because they're the daughters of Tyrone Power, who is my godfather. And of course, that means that they are related to me in some way. Anyway, they are certainly related to me in love and pleasantry, and it was great fun to spend the afternoon with them. But of course, it blew my recording of the podcast. At this time, I was managing Oak Brook, and I left the University of Virginia, and an opportunity came up to conduct the United States Olympic Equestrian Trials. That would be to pick the military team, basically military. Some civilians were allowed. Military team to go through tests to pick who would be the members of the equestrian team for the Olympics. I had planned to do an event that would include steeplechasing and polo and other aspects of uh, fox hunting and so forth and so on, besides the stringent military rules. This happened in August, and uh, but I'd had plenty of help from Stacy Lloyd, who I used to spend a lot of time with. He was the publisher of the Chronicle in Middleburg, Virginia, and he was also the master of the Blue Ridge Foxhounds. I used to advise my mother that I was staying at Stacy's home when in actual fact, I was spending time with Liz Whitney at Langolan. Uh, my mother did not approve of Liz Whitney, uh, who was an incredibly uh, attractive, fun person uh, and who was very independent. Another person I had a lot of time with, who was sort of a superhero of mine, was a very famous horse dealer and trainer, mostly of hunters and jumpers, called Cappy Smith. He was a legendary individual, and I sort of worshipped the ground he walked on. I wound up having a lot of problems with Colonel Tupper Cole, who was the military head of this operation, and because he did not like the idea of having other events included. And I just said, well, from a show point of view, it was better if we had things combined so there more interest than just the sort of technical aspects of the horse trial. The event was a tremendous success. It went very well. I was very proud of my organization, and it was very well attended. 
and the team was picked and other individuals had competed with them. At the end of the uh, event, uh, General Walker, who was the commanding uh, officer in that area, came to me and said that he would like to have me design a, uh, a course similar to what I had done at Oak Brook and said that he would like to have it done at Fort Riley, Kansas. I uh, came right back and said, well, I would need to have $10,000 to do that uh, design. The general was a bit blown away by that figure, and I guess he felt that I should do it for nothing or something. Well, a couple of days went by, and I'm sitting at the uh, porch at Oak Brook uh, having luncheon with my father, and all of a sudden, in the driveway comes a military policeman and comes up to the screen door and asks for Lieutenant Butler. And I sort of paused because I had not been involved actively as a lieutenant. And, uh, but also I said, well, it's me. And he gave me my orders. My orders were to be in uniform and to go in a couple of days to the airport uh, at O'Hare and uh, and I would fly to Fort Riley. Uh, there was nothing I could do about this. General Walker was going to give me a, lieutenant's, a second lieutenant's pay instead of the 10000 that I was asking for. And I sort of had to go along with that. So I went down to Fort Riley uh, at that time of the year, hot as hell, and uh, uh, and I did my job. I designed it. I spent a lot of time in the officers' club, and was having a lot of fun with some hungry wives that were hanging around in the area. So after four or five days, I came back home, very proud of the job I had done. Please subscribe via iTunes so you don't miss a single podcast. And we'll see you on the other side.